Big Fluff. I have someone I would like you to meet. A pleasure. Oh. Miss Minerva. Uh, it's Doctor, actually. Um, have we met before? You look familiar. Do the thing. Do the thing. Life is good, but it can be better. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're on TV. Oh my gosh, you're the, you're the oil guy. The oil guy? Yeah, I'll right. take it. <laughs> Mr. Lord is considering becoming a friend of the Smithsonian at the partner level, which entitles him to a handful of private tours of our facilities, and he asked for you by name. Me? Well, what can I say, doctor? Hello again. I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio. And with me, Lars Periwinkle. How are you? I'm okay. That sounded you like lilted at the end. It sounded like a question a little bit. I'm trying uh <clears throat> trying uh trying some new underwear. I haven't really got the hang of it yet. What is it different from your normal underwear? Or? It is. It is quite. It is quite different. I really put myself <clears throat> out on a limb, if you will. Does that mean crotchless? Is that what that means? <laughs> no, no. It has <laughs> no. Actually, it has. It has extra crotch. Oh, that would be your limb <laughs> out. I guess not out on a limb. So it's not <laughs> not the exact yes. same thing. Yes, yeah. that's that's what it would be. That is what it would be. Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna throw it out there. If any underwear brands are listening to this show and want us to do some ad reads, I want to get in that underwear brand game. It's funny that you brought up the brand because um, I don't know. I'm sure our 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 dear and lovely listeners don't don't want me to go into detail about the new underwear, but I will say I got them because, um, I needed to try something new. You know, we've all been there. What, what you're, <laughs> what you're currently working with just isn't doing it for you. So eh, I'm going to try, I'm going to try something different. Maybe this will be better. Um, and so I was really just looking at the cut and then I showed, uh, I showed my wife, Julia, the cut. And I said, do you think this would be okay? And she said, yeah, I think, I think that could really work for you. And I, okay, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to get a pack of them and just see how they are. Um, it wasn't until, it wasn't until I got a notice that said that they were on their way that I saw that the brand name is Adolf. Oh, <laughs> Wow. You really gotta be on the lookout, I guess. I shouldn't. I'm not like a tall, a tall, a tall white, blue-eyed man named Lars should not be wearing Adolf underwear. I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. That, it it doesn't say it doesn't say it on them. Also, I don't know who's naming their brands these days. We we're trying to get away from that one. You would th- I don't know. I mean, maybe they've been doing research. Like, you know, Nazis seem to be coming back lately. So <laughs> no one's really had, you know, the courage to just market directly to them, I guess. So maybe they're trying to take it back. You know, oh. like this was this used to be an acceptable uh, name for things. You know, like, well, one dickhead's going to ruin it for the rest of us. BT dubs. He, he did. Yeah, he, he definitely did. did. Yeah, he for did, sure. He definitely did. But, long, no. but it doesn't say it on the underwear. Anyways, I'm just trying to break it in. I can't tell if it's doing what it's supposed to be doing, but it feels constrictive. Well, you said a different cut, and I, and you implied that you thought maybe our listeners didn't want all of the details. But, like, you know, the investigative journalist within me feels like, you know, you, you got to ask, like, what, how, how is the cut different? <laughs> Like, it's different. It's different in two, in in two particular ways. Um, so I'm used to just wearing a boxer brief, mm-hmm. 
These are somewhere between a brief and a boxer brief. So it's a boxer brief, but the 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 legs, so to speak, are very short. No. Oh. Would it be you said it's somewhere between a brief and a boxer brief. Would that be like a boxer brief brief? Like I'm just trying to or a boxer boxer brief. Okay. Boxer right. boxer brief, y'all. Boxer boxer brief, y'all. I don't know. Um but it's like so a boxer brief has the the leg part of it cut um cut lower than the crotch. I would say that these the, the leg stops right where the crotch stops. So it doesn't it's not higher or lower than the than the crotch part of the underwear. I see it. I see your face. You asked the question. No, no, no. I did. I did. I did. You've done nothing wrong. I mean, besides your Nazi underwear, you've done no. nothing wrong, as far as I can tell. I, I was. I asked, and you answered, and I do appreciate it. You know what popped into my head? This is only tangentially related, but uh, this is because I did recently rewatch this movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It. I mean, I think you look. I know. I know the whole thing about uh, Back to the Future, but like. Marty McFly's mom learns his name because she looked at his underwear when presumably taking his pants off because his dad hit her with a car. What 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 is that series of events? Yeah, uh, does a head injury require someone to remove their pants? Not as far as I know. But that seems yeah. to be what happened. Also, it kind of hit me watching it, too. I was like, there, there is no discussion whatsoever of taking him to the hospital. Yeah, no, they, they never discussed that. It was, oh, shit, he got hit by a car. We'll bring him in the house. Yeah, let's move him. Let's I mean, granted, it, this is, it takes place in 1965. You know, they didn't have the same medical knowledge we have now. But I'm pretty sure most doctors would tell you not to move someone who's had a head trauma and possible like internal injuries and such after being struck by a car. It's almost as if there was the discussion of let's make sure he's not going to get litigious. And then, then we'll see what our next move is, but we're not just going to drop him in a hospital because he's, he knows too much. What if well, he's right. called the license plate? Right. There's like a non-zero chance that uh, Marty's grandfather, <laughs> you know, uh -huh. his, his mom's dad was going to like, bury the body if he didn't make it right yeah i think i think they were gonna rid themselves of the stranger also you know what you know what's fucked up what? no one would ever know it, no but i was just like 65 that's what i was thinking but like it'd be a, that'd sorry. be a hell of a pitch it's a very different take on this movie but what if so marty mcfly comes back to 1965 he gets hit by his grandfather's car. Sort of a reverse play on the grandfather paradox, I guess. You go back in time and your grandfather kills you. But right. then what happens if you're that grandfather? You've been living with this secret for, for 20 years or whatever. And then all of a sudden, you know, you try to put it behind you. And your daughter has a kid. And that kid looks identical to the guy that you murdered. Whose, like, face you see every night before you <laughs> fall asleep. Christ almighty. Yeah, it's dark. Well, um, you know, I put it, I put it to you, with with um, with that paradox. What if, what if this is some sort of, um, what if this is some time machine scenario where it has to happen or it never happened, and that time travelers do come back often, but they, but they all die, because Marty McFly goes back. He gets hit by a car. He dies. Sure, he and his brothers and sisters never exist, but his mother and father still do. They go on to live just different lives. So people could keep going back in time and dying, and then the timeline just gets rewritten and nobody ever knows. Yeah, well, I guess also interesting in this scenario of this version is, so Doc dies, right? Mm -hmm. Because he... Uh, doesn't get the letter from Marty telling him that the Libyans are going to murder him. So he's just killed. Um, and then the car just, so Marty never makes contact with doc in 1965, but the car just sits behind that billboard, but somebody finds that DeLorean at some point. They have to, it's 55 though, right? Oh, I keep saying 65, right? It's 55. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Just yeah. making sure I'm not, I usually defer to you. But yeah, 50, yeah, that's, um, 
Oh yeah, they do have to fight chaos because the uh, the machine itself can die. Huh. But then this is also a franchise where, and God help me, I believe it's 1885, right? That they they uh, go back to um, oh where Lord. they just leave the car in a cave for like a uh-huh. hundred years. <laughs> Nobody finds it. Nobody goes in caves. Nope. Going in there, it's a cave. Well, hey, hey, man. Speaking of movies, you know, we could Speaking we could talk about we could just sit here on our last show in the year 2020 and talk about a movie that came out in 1985. Uh, 1980. Oh shit! You know what though? Just because I promised it, the other the other way that these um, oh. underwears are are different is they have um they've been sewn so there there's that pouch in the front. That's supposed to hold the stuff. Oh, the one that like the flap. There is... Yeah. Well. It, oh, pouch, pouch, pouch. I okay. a pouch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That stuff goes in there, and it's supposed to hold it in a different way instead of just like being the flap or flat or whatever, however you want to say it. And so that is also different. I don't know. This is my second day with these with these underwears. The same so, pair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not with the same pair, though. I think they, they, I think they might need to be broken in. Look, I don't know if if any listeners want updates, you can you can ask for them. This, <laughs> I would almost prefer, unless yeah. prompted, this be the last time I speak of it. But they're just new. that's what I'm working with right now. I'm well, just I'm the thing is I'm constantly aware of them. That's well, what's going on. Well, also this segues into uh, Lars. I believe you wanted to promote your OnlyFans. So if if people want the picks, you got to pay. Hey, hey, you can um I'll give you my link. You drop you drop some money in there and I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> Everything you want to know. And all the nasty stuff. The nasty shit. You'll get to hear all about it. Cool. <laughs> but not. Yeah. Alright. So on that note, I do want to talk about it. It's, it is 2020 and not 1985. We're past the point in the future, I believe, that like the McFlies went to. You know, like, mm-hmm. but anyway, um, I wanted to uh, talk about, so there were, there's definitely, well, there's two movies that I watched since the last time we talked that are new movies, which is rare these days. Uh, I don't know. I, I know that you saw one of them. I don't know if you saw the other. I don't know how much we mm-hmm. want to talk about either one of these movies, but sure. um, there was Wonder Woman 1984 yep. and there was Soul, which I also watched. Oh, did you watch Soul? Yeah. It's delightful. <clears throat> it it looks like a lot of fun. <clears throat> I cooled it. I cooled it on those Pixar movies because Coco absolutely destroyed me. I think I talked about it on the show. I was yeah. in I was in bits and pieces all over the floor. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, Pigs, look, it's hard for everybody. We're all struggling, but it is <laughs> truly fascinating to me that they had a meeting at Pixar and they were like, what if we just get really fucking existential with this stuff? Like we we dipped our toe uh, into the water with the one that was Herman's head, you know, where it was all the emotions right. like we did that one and that was pretty good, you know, but then we'll do coco which is about the idea that you only live as long as people remember you and then eventually you will fade away into nothing you know and then that's pretty grim for a children's movie but we could one up that what if and i this is trust me not a spoiler it's in the the trailer and it happens in the first act but like what if we kill the protagonist within right. like the first 15 minutes of a movie and then he's in the afterlife as a soul, as the name implies, and then like trying to figure out the sum total of his life and whether or not it was a life well spent. That feels like a kid's yeah. movie. Yeah, totally. And that, I mean, that is what you just said was a, a kind of a, a more, um, a more eloquent way of the, uh, plot description on IMDb. Yeah. Because I read that. It was pretty much that. And I said, that's, I don't think I can do that. I, yeah. I just don't think I can do that right now. It sounds lovely. I would really like to hear. Um, I would really like to hear the music and the characters. I see. Um, uh, 
I see uh, voice, voice the the voice actors of that movie. They they shot right up there to the list of people that are looking up on IMDb because their people are interested and like the movie. But I I just don't think I can. Yeah, no, it's oh, uh, no, man. it's definitely like it was good, and I weirdly I do think they were movies that as a kid I would have enjoyed, <laughs> but like. There, I, I mean, honestly, to be honest, like, I'm kind of kidding around, but I do love it. Like, I, you know, I feel like Hollywood's default position is to not trust kids with anything. And usually mm-hmm. kids movies are very dumb and yes. uh, lazy. And I'm specifically looking at you, minions. <laughs> <laughs> and Ice Age franchise. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the stuff that... uh uh, what are, what is what is that one? DreamWorks. 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 Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, they were also Shrek as well. Right? Also Shrek. Yeah. So DreamWorks yeah. doesn't trust their audience as much as Pixar. I think that's yeah. fair to say. Yeah. So, um. Somebody once told me that. that. I mean, and you ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. So if no. you, you know. <laughs> You're, the the listeners can't see it, but you just did the shape of an L on your forehead. And I mean, that's fitting because this is the last week of 2020, which reminds us that the years start coming and they don't stop coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's um, so, yeah, say no, what I'm, you will about Smash Mouth, about Shrek, about any of that. That song still has some cachet. <laughs> like in the internet in 2020 most it has the longest ironic legs did you ever see the the videos the youtube videos of the guy who just sings that over different songs no i never oh man no it's great that's literally his entire bit is he just finds and I i don't have the music brain for it but like it's a guy that literally he's able to like listen to other pop songs that follow the because i guess like that follows a pretty standard, you know, um, rhythm. I, I seriously, I, I'm not a musician, as you can probably tell. But like, whatever it is that like it fits, a lot of songs follow the same pattern. So apparently, it's really oh, easy to sure. just sing it and stay in time on other songs. So that's all. There's a guy. I, I don't think he does it anymore. This was years ago, but he would just uh, sing different <laughs> songs to the. <laughs> To the uh, Smash Mouth, you know, it's pretty good. That's that is that is outstanding. Yeah. Um, there was also a shoot. Got to remember names on this show. Um, there was also a this comedy writer I like, and he um he made a mashup album, and it is technically a mashup album, but every track is he plays the intro to a song. It's usually a, a very short intro, a very long intro, and then. Um, he plays bare naked ladies one week in its entirety. <laughs> um, so they'd be listening to, you know, uh, 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 chronic 2000 and it's like, bum, 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 and then that in, and then that entire song it's it's actually uh it's actually really funny and makes me laugh every single time. It's a good bit. No, that's definitely. Yeah, it's a, I mean it's a good bit for someone like me who likes things to be ground into the earth and then salted over. Uh Sorry, I was just trying to find this guy that does it the smash mouth okay. thing. Maybe at the end of the show, I'll just play. We'll go out. Yeah, that's, that's, um, a, good, that's a good way to end this fucked up year. I can't think of a better way. If anyone else can, please let me know. But uh, so you did. You didn't. Um, you didn't actually state any sort of opinion. Did you like Soul? You, oh. I mean, you said it was it was nice, but did you like it? Like it? No, I yeah, I enjoyed it. Like it, it was well done. Um, it, it looks beautiful. I mean, they, those right Pixar people are just getting yeah. better. And like, I had that too. <laughs> like, I don't know if anyone else is like me and I don't know why my brain is like this, but like watching him play the piano, I was like, that had to be hard. <laughs> like, I'm just like, cause there's like close-ups of his hands, like playing the piano. Cause he's a jazz musician. Uh, and I, I can't imagine as an animator, Oof. like the fact, 
Yeah, I mean, like, you know, that someone had to like design software specifically to make fingers that could play piano uh-huh. keys, I'm sure. No, that was 100%. like percent. Yeah. And I'm sure there was a there was a pianist over their shoulder saying, Well, he would be pressing this pedal under there at that point, which would make that go slightly askew, so you're gonna have to do that. Yeah. So no, so all that stuff was really fun. Um yeah, it, it was good. I don't want to say too much about it because I think people should uh, should watch it, but it, it taps into like a lot of the <laughs> sort of existential stuff that I enjoy. Like, you know, I, I feel like if you, you enjoy like the good place and that kind of stuff, it had a little bit of that vibe of just like oh, right a conception of the afterlife uh, that was interesting. And uh, a lot of the sort of entities that exist in the afterlife were these very fascinating like, little like squiggle they're very, like I they look like doodles is the only way to describe them. They had a cool look um that looked almost like something someone would draw all in one okay. you know like without lifting the pen up from the paper just like how someone would draw like right. a figure. It was cool. There's a lot of cool effects and I enjoyed it and all the performances were good and it looked good and it was delightful and it was way better than the other movie that we might end up talking about here. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't a it wasn't a carbon copy of Coco it, because that dealt a lot with the afterlife and and music no, it's, and things like that. I mean, they both like deal with death, obviously, and like existing after death. But I I'd be hard pressed to really say because obviously Coco is really like focusing on the Dia de los Muertos and like sure um, has a more specific version i mean it's well i mean also i guess it's fair to say there's a lot of music in both of them they have a lot of overlap story wise but like felt like completely different movies like I, they, it did right. not feel like they just did coco again so uh, no, for no, sure. fa- fair enough to say that there are a lot of different angles to come at music and death these are yeah. very broad <laughs> topics <laughs> yeah <laughs> what, talked about a lot sure sure it's i mean it almost if anything it feels like <laughs> Someone at Pixar had a meeting and was like, look, our next movie is going to be about music and death. And uh, there were two competing pitches and they uh-huh. liked them both so much that they made both of them. <laughs> right. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, yeah, well, but- Ro- Robert and Kirstina, we will do yours first because you have written all these songs apparently because you're a music factory. <laughs> <sighs> I can't think if they're their last name robert and christina anderson what cooper that's probably what it is it's cooper definitely (laughs) definitely not (laughs) that hispanic last name that i can't come up with (laughs) no i I, yeah i don't yeah uh but yeah um so I don't know. Do, do we cover Soul? I don't want to say too much about it because I I no, didn't know a lot about I, it going. No, in. I think that was a I think that was a great non-review. Okay, yeah. There's a yeah. cat in it too, if that helps. That was the stuff that I wanted to know for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's it's fun. Also, Tina Fey was in it. I had no idea Tina Fey was in that movie based on the advertisements. But right on. Yeah, right on, right on. Want to talk about Wonder Woman? Uh yeah. So. I don't know how to talk about Wonder Woman. I'll just say that. I'll say that it feels very on brand for 2020 for a movie that I was very excited for that looked really great in the trailers to be whatever that was. Whatever it was. I had just um I had just about finished it when I texted you because I I fully thought like when I when I asked you have, have you done Wonder Woman yet for you to say oof yeah it's very like man i i know and this is coming from me so i can only imagine how the listeners feel i know we talk about dc and marvel probably too much really but there are like i would say wonder woman is a movie that you know, I mean, it's cliche. Look, you know, uh, Andy and I started a podcast where we watch bad movies, but like sort of the the leader of that um, genre for sure is a podcast called How Did This Get Made? And I yeah. I would say that that was probably sincerely the predominant thought I had watching Wonder Woman was just like, yeah. what what series of decisions led to this? Because... Look, look, I the trailers I felt like promised a movie that I really wanted to see, where it was a movie set in the 1980s. 
Um, and it was Pedro Pascal, who I'm a big fan of, is the villain who seemed to be oh, yeah. playing some sort of, you know, 80s blowhard businessman who's sure. promising people things. Greed, 80s greed. We're, we're doing greed oh, is good. You how, know. Much, how much fun is 80s greed now that we're very far removed from the from Yeah, the now that we're, we came through on the other side and we're all getting yeah. $2,000 checks from our government, you know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so, you know, it's fun. It's fun to watch 80s greed. Pedro Pascal is really good at playing the character. Uh, you also got Kristen Wiig, uh, playing Wiig, a villain, man. which yeah. is good casting. Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't like, it is, it is good. Ca- I just can't. I, it's hard. I, I can't even remove myself long enough to praise her because they had, they had this character that wore, that wore glasses. <laughs> And then she took her glasses off and she was sexy. Yeah. Well, I saw someone point this out on Twitter. I wish I had written down who it was, but it's not even just the like the nerd trope, but like there is has become a very specific comic book nerd trope, which is someone with long hair and like right. thick glasses who's like a you know a parody of a nerd so over the top that the cast of the Big Bang Theory would watch and be like, well, I mean, maybe tone that down a little bit. Like, just uh-huh. because, like, that's what Jamie Foxx was doing in The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. That's what uh, Iron Man 3 has uh, Guy Pierce playing right. that level right. of a nerd. Um, I forget. They had all the, like, images of them in the tweet that I saw. <laughs> but, like, it seems very specific, like, this version of a nerd that's like a comic book movie version of a nerd that's like really yeah, painfully yeah. um Uma Uma Thurman and yeah that was Batman one and Robin. yep yep yeah. Uma Thurman and Batman and Robin uh it, it's very specific and it's always visually the same and the idea is that they're not just a nerd but that the they are like the gum on the bottom of the soul of society and everybody around them can't fucking stand them at all like they don't have any friends they have no so oh also the one other big famous one that we're forgetting is edward nigma in uh batman forever jim carrey yeah Yeah. so like all of these they're all the same character it's just like i'm smart but i'm a nerd and uh i'm gonna be pushed over the edge by society and become a super villain it's like you can't even it's not even that like People don't really get you or understand you or they don't really like you or anything. It's like pe- everyone you encounter is just actively the the biggest asshole to you. Yeah. Just like this, like whatever society's feeling um, in a negative way, they take it out on you. You're like, hey, hey um, uh, thank you for the bagel. Have a nice day. Fuck you. Yeah. Get out of my shop, you goddamn greasy nerd. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that is the world. Which I mean, in DC is like weirdly, all of their movies have some level of, except for like the Nolan ones that are a little bit different. But for the most part, especially everything they're doing now has some sort of backstory where bullies just like beat the shit out of someone. You know, like that was an yeah. Aquaman, or it was like like little kid Jason Momoa is getting picked on by bullies, and I was like, come on, really? There's a world where Jason Momoa was like a little nerd that was getting picked on. Yeah, like even if you, you know what's funny? Even if you are like little, like kids are are fucking assholes, and we were all kids, and we all know that kids are assholes. Uh, it's weird when it when it happens so so often in these movies to adults because yeah, if a if an adult doesn't like someone, unless you're they're being actively hurt by them. Usually that shit doesn't happen. You right. know, it's just like, it's really dismissive, which is also hurtful. Um, but it isn't like, <clears throat> Hey, why don't you go fuck yourself? You weirdo with the glasses. That doesn't happen with adults. They're right. just like, I just, you just don't pay attention to those people or whatever. What well, also minus the glasses. This is also just the plot of the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. Which I love too because it takes place, you know, in a Gotham that is very much New York City. And, you know, New York City where famously uh, the the inhabitants of the city love to really pay attention to weirdos oh, yeah, and like yeah, yeah. interact with them. New York famous <clears throat> for like just, you know, 
weird people going, you know, not being <laughs> left alone <laughs> as they go about their day. Like it's, just, and I mean, yeah. it was like the the Sondheim bullies in <laughs> in Joker, <laughs> like oh, sing yeah, yeah, yeah. all of Send in the Clowns, you know, and like do a full dance number. They, before. Yeah, they somehow just like cut to the core of him personally when they don't even know him. Just, yeah, just because they're I mean? <laughs> yeah they're they're like stock market bros who are taking the train home who uh, decide to really raz a guy who's doing nothing to them just because he's wearing clown up, makeup, ju- just sitting there. And also, what the fuck are you guys doing on the subway? Right, you, and also you don't take the subway in 1980. <laughs> also, did you guys rehearse this? Why do all of you know all of the parts to send in the clowns? Like, yeah. <laughs> Well, well, you know, we were also theater nerds. <laughs> you know that path, theater nerd, broker. Yeah, I mean, you and I did theater in high school. I think what, like, eighty percent of the people that we did theater with are now uh, stock market brokers. Like, they, you know, that's their life. Oh yeah, yeah. They they spit on me on the street. Yeah, it's you, you and I are just the losers now. <laughs> they spit at us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way to go, losers! They're wearing their. They all look like Mr. Monopoly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but also, I think you. Um, I remember you. You brought this up, and we we riffed on it for a long time because it's ridiculous. At the beginning of Con Air, there's a a soldier <laughs> yes. that walks into a redneck bar. Oh no, Con Air is the worst example of this. Of yeah, like he's in full military uniform, and it's just a bunch of rednecks, like for no reason, just being like, "Hey, pussy." <laughs> Hey, you look really pretty in your little outfit. <laughs> what? Because famously, redneck bars uh, hate the U.S. military. That's, <laughs> there's one thing that's true. They do not respect guys in military uniforms. Yeah, no, 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 not at all. Not at all. So, so stupid. So, like, yeah. you can ask me to accept a lot, but so, there's a bridge too far. But it's so, yeah. So, I mean, you see Kristen Wiig in this movie, and within five seconds, you know exactly this character. <laughs> Of you course. Know. Well, also because, I mean, we're talking about these nerds. It, she wasn't, I mean, she. I guess she fit the stereotype. You know, this is also, her arc is identical to another famous cat woman in a uh, DC Comics movie in that, like, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman also does this arc of, like, yep. just. Oh, yeah, I, totally, totally. Yeah, Christopher Walken is just shitting all over her and she's, like, really timid and, like, walked over. And, and I mean, look. I'm saying that it fits the arc, but also Michelle Pfeiffer is so good as Catwoman, <laughs> like in the second oh, half yeah. of that movie that like, uh, I think we all forgive her and also overrate that movie, which look, man, I love Batman, but like some of y'all online really love Batman Returns and in a way that is not critical and then, Hey, God bless you. You know, I like a lot of dumb movies too, but like. People talk about that movie like, how come this movie doesn't get more credit? And it's like, because it's it's not great. Because it's not great. Yeah, it's not great. Look, I'm that's that's fine that you watch it every Christmas. Yeah. Don't don't ask me why I don't watch that movie every Christmas. Right. So, yeah. Yes. I, watch <laughs> I have it, answers. I watch it probably more than most people because I watch all the Batman. I mean, I literally this week watched uh, The Dark Knight Rises again. I am regularly rewatching Batman movies throughout my life, but I and I I'll go back through the those ones and I will watch Batman Returns at least like every few years. But every time I watch it, I'm sort of perplexed by it. I'm like, this movie's yeah. so weird. It's also so funny. Like, if you want to know my favorite thing about Batman Returns, it's the story that that movie. It was basically like McDonald's. Who went to Warner Brothers and were like, what what are like, you guys, you got to stop. Like, you want me to sell these toys to tie into this movie about Danny DeVito, like drowning and then bleeding out of his mouth. Like, what, what are we making? Like, what you're saying? This is a kid's movie. What, what toys am I supposed to be selling? Like the, the lady in the dominatrix outfit or the large Uh grotesque man who like, like eats fish heads. Right. Do do we make a toy that has a uh, a motion where he eats the raw fish, or a motion where he fondles a woman's tit? Yeah. Like, what do you? What's going on with your goddamn kids movie? Yeah. I mean, the most family friendly character is Murder Batman. You know, it's yeah. just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. 
Yeah, I, but that is apparently how the story goes, that it was actually like McDonald's and toy manufacturers who were like, stop it. And that's why they brought it. <laughs> uh, you know, they went with a new direction for Batman Forever. New direction. That's one way to put it. <laughs> okay. But yeah, 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 nerds. That's fine. So, okay. So, I mean, we're not going to go like beat for beat or anything, but so you, yeah. Yeah. So Kristen Wiig is like playing a nerd. You got Pedro Pascal. They brought back, uh, you know, my wife's favorite Chris, uh, Chris Pine is back in this, you know, and he and Gal Gadot, who I, I'm a huge fan of Gal Gadot and the two of them certainly have really great chemistry, uh, in the past. Sure. You know what? That's what I was going to say before is, um, uh, Diana Prince and, um, whose character are we just talking about steve you're talking about it was steve trevor is the name right chris pine no no um oh uh, kristen wig the woman yes kristen wig yeah her character and diana prince um have the same job right Mm -hmm. yeah like why is why is they're too not not nerdy for doing the same fucking job well it's also not only that like first of all uh yeah diana because she's you know classically just beautiful (laughs) like like no one calls her a nerd also yeah their their job is they're both ross geller apparently they both just like work at a museum with bones or something uh but also they seem to have never met each other before the start of this movie even though they both seem to have worked at the same place for a long time in the same department yeah I don't know what's what's going on there. And at one point, Diana Prince says, "Well, I don't, I don't own a television." And Julie and I both went, Ugh. "Which one is a horrible thing to to say?" Two is also a lie. Like Wonder Woman has yeah. been shown to own televisions, like in seen these it. other, yeah. Um, You've seen it, yeah. So yeah, that, and look, and her, her and Chris Pine do have a. So uh, 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 Molly likes the Chris Pine. She does well because she likes him. She's also she thinks he's the most interesting because he's a little weirdo. Like if you ever saw oh, like okay. his, uh, she's a big fan of the backpack fashion show, uh, SNL oh, sketch. Sure, sure. Because uh, he knows it's silly. I don't know if you heard her in the background, but like, uh-huh. yeah, she just thinks he's the most interesting of the Chris's because he takes the weird roles, you know. Also, hey, like he, I, I'll say that he's really wonderful in Spider Spider Verse. You know, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Oh yeah, no, he is great. He is great. Yeah, my um uh my one <laughs> my one. Um uh Julia Julia likes uh her favorite is uh Chris Evans. Um because he's a regular dude but is also like really goofy and dorky and actually pretty funny, which I agree with all those things. Like Chris Evans is legit has good yeah. comic timing. I like the Chris Evans. Well, but and then I- also that also she sees him with his biceps and I hear this sound. Hmm. <laughs> and I don't know what exactly that means. Yeah, I'm not sure what that means. It doesn't get said to me in my new underwear, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Which also, I mean, for the record, and this is known, I mean, you know this, everybody who's listening knows this, my Chris will always be Hemsworth. So, I mean, that man is yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. You and you and you and me both, brother. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. But uh but yeah, so you know, you got like I was excited for this movie. I will just say that. And then I was very quickly confused by the series of confounding decisions made by this movie. Uh, And and maybe that's the best way to go is to just like talk a little bit about uh, some of the things that confused me. Okay. One, why 1984? Why, Why did you pick 1984? Because the movie doesn't necessarily feel like it's set in 1984. I mean, I've already seen, I was actually Roxanne Gay pointed out that like uh, the, you know, the DC Metro that she shows uh, Steve was actually built in 1988. Uh, So there's already that problem of like, you didn't seem to do a lot of, but remember that she's showing him the DC Metro and his mind is blown when they had, they had that exact same of, public transit in london where we saw them before that would not blow his fucking mind the the underground was there right so there's already that i mean i and it's weird because you later on have like her showing him a fighter jet which would be a thing that would be like way more impressive Uh to him you know sure sure. uh you know but so there's stuff like that they didn't seem to do a lot of research 
there wasn't anything. I mean, so 1984, I hear 1984, I think of uh, there's a George Orwell book. So maybe you're doing something with that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem to be doing anything with that. Like no. 1984, you're like, okay, well, so that's fine. So what else you got? Well, there's the Cold War. I guess me. I mean, there's like war in this, but it doesn't specifically feel like the Cold War. No, man, they didn't even they didn't even say Soviet. I think they said right. it once. They kept referring to that country as Russia, which it fucking I know. wasn't in 1984. <laughs> yeah, so it's just they seem to have done no research on the 1980s. And then Look, so I didn't do any research. Right. And I just know that shit. Right. Well, yeah, there's I that of like it was apparently written by people who are 17 who like <laughs> watched Stranger Things, I think. And then we're like, I got this. I uh, but yeah, so there's there's that. And then they do like one which I, I'm going to say I loved the opening scene at the mall was yeah. really fun and that was the movie that i wish they made like yes. i was like i felt good the movie started they're yep. like at a mall it's kind of silly diana's like kicking ass and she's like winking at a little girl that she's saving and uh-huh. it's delightful there and are there, lots of people in, in hyper colors and and shoulder pads and yeah, big hair and all that sort of I'm, like i'm getting the feel the atmosphere of the movie cool yeah and then all of that is dropped for the all entire rest of the movie. It almost felt like they shot that scene last. Like they made the whole movie and then an executive was like, wait, I'm conf- I thought you said this is Wonder Woman 1984. Shouldn't we like put 1984 in it somehow? So they just all they had at that point, they couldn't reshoot the whole thing. So they just shot like, we'll do one scene that'll be the most 80s scene ever. And then everybody will be fine with it. But like, so you have that. And then what? here's the, the simplest, most frustrating thing to me about the whole thing. You no, I know exactly. I know exactly what you're gonna say. You, you didn't pay for any fucking '80s music. Like, come on, man. Here's <laughs> like, the thing: is like I did. I remember criticizing Captain Marvel for really hitting us over the head <laughs> with all those '90s songs. Yeah, I take it all back. Right. Because at least I knew the movie took place in the goddamn fucking '90s. Yeah, not a single needle drop. The whole fucking movie of like any '80s. The trailer. '80s songs. The trailer like played more 80s music and by that i mean uh-huh. one song then <laughs> then the whole movie there was nothing and like and then it's like well okay that would be fine well it wouldn't but it, it would be like i could maybe understand if you're like well we wanted to do a classical score except like look man i i like hans zimmer Hans Zimmer did the music in the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. He did Gladiator. I know that Hans Zimmer is capable of doing amazing work. That dude fucking coasted to this paycheck. Like, this is the laziest score I have ever Uh heard. Like, it's just nothing. Yep. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I don't know how any of it happens. How... Wonder Woman was... Look, all all of music... Here's what's up. All of music um, that was made up until 1984 existed in 1984. I know that sounds obvious to you, but it wasn't obvious to them. (laughs) And that's why I'm saying it out loud. But even if if you want to play all of music, you could have – I don't know, man. It doesn't even have to be 100%. We would have taken – Throw some Go-Go's in there. It doesn't even made if it was a Go-Go song that was made in 85. Throw some Go-Go's in there. We had some, uh, 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 th- th- God, di- how great if the riff from, from Panama by, by Van Halen started playing. We lost that guy recently. Yeah. Right? Start just like, you could just well, play the opening to that song while she's doing some shit. How fucking awesome would that have been? Well, here, here's an example of a song that existed in 1984 that you also could have used. Holding out for a hero. <laughs> A bit on the nose, Boom. but like, come on. Sure. I love that song. That's Do you know how happy I would have been? You know, like, come on. When oh she's like God. flying at the end. Spoilers, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I didn't spoil anything. Trust me. But like. But yeah, she she flies in several different ways. It's like, we're not we're not even going to get into the nooks of crannies. You know, no, there's no point. How, how poorly they presented this superhero. <laughs> but just like from a filmmaking standpoint, yeah. make it feel like the year it's set in. If you're go- it's in the title it isn't yeah. just like here's the second wonder one movie it takes place in the 80s it's in the fucking title yeah you didn't call it wonder woman 2 and then like oh by the way side note this is 1984 you could have uh-huh. but yeah you thought it was important enough to to call it wonder woman 84 uh yeah it's just like 
And then it's like, that, I thought that gold armor, because that gold armor looks super 80s. And I was like, well, okay, so this is going to. And then it's like, I feel like they forgot that that was supposed to be a thing. And she uh-huh. like, it, 10 minutes before she wears it is like, oh, hey, by the way, Steve, I guess here's a backstory about this armor or whatever. Because we should probably set that up, right? Lord be Jesus. I'm sitting there. <clears throat> The, the the third or whatever fourth act of this movie is happening <laughs> and and it's christmas <laughs> it's christmas night and um uh we we have we ended up polishing off like the better part of a bottle of scotch you know it was just one of those days and julia holds her liquor better than i do and so i kept asking her i said was there did they explain why she was a cat briefly and now she's not a cat anymore did i miss it and julia said i i was paying close attention and i if it happened i also missed it and i said cool now why is she wearing all all the armor i i saw it show up but like how necessary is it and also that question couldn't be answered i was i was very, being very careful but like because i've been accused of friends and rightly so one of whom i think is re- listening of being kind of a, a dickhead watching new movies when i've had um when i've had something uh, significant to drink well i can I, tell I, you I, i'm trying really hard dude, not to be that person anymore. i can tell you whoever this person is i was stone cold sober when i watched okay. this movie so <laughs> so don't feel bad like i no i i watched it on christmas as well i was very excited to watch it on christmas uh because i had been looking forward to it and uh yeah just perplexing and also it's one of those things where it's like so the armor, without getting in the weeds on the details, like it's from Themskara, like it's from her home, you know, right. land. You did an opening scene that was pointless uh-huh. and had Point- nothing to do. Point- it went on forever, right? Yeah. It went it's, on way too long. So you have this really long scene that I, the only thing that I can think is it exists to show us those characters. Yeah. But yeah, so you, you show these characters... Uh, and there's an opening scene that takes place in Themskara, presumably to show us these characters, to show us uh, Robin Wright and Connie Nielsen and all of them. But then the scene, it's really boring and pointless and doesn't connect to anything else in the movie. And you could have used that time to talk about the armor and set that up for the end of the movie. Yeah, it it seemed like they were... I don't know. They were building on a bit of her character that we already completely understood from the last movie. So here's her running a long ass race. And like, look, she's very determined and strong. Like everyone on that island and her in the complete last movie. So yeah. I don't I don't know why we're watching that either. And it just it just went on. I said I at one point I, I turned to Julia and said the is this still the same race? Is it still happening? Yeah. Well, and it was that was the whole thing. It was like we saw every leg of the race. And again, it wasn't like like you said, it just reestablished things that we already saw. It wasn't like the ending somehow tied into that of like, well, because I, I think her mom even says to her, like, it's not your time or something. And like she kind of like half-heartedly says the same shit to Barbara, which is Kristen Wiig's character, like at the end of the movie. But it doesn't land and also like barbara doesn't care it's not like it wins her over or anything it's just i don't know yeah, the whole yeah, movie's it, weird it, you know it just it just didn't work and it wasn't even and the, what i would like <clears throat> what i had anticipated was um from from that prologue into 1984 i thought there was going to be a a complete atmosphere change and there wasn't you're still playing the same music it's the same yeah tonally visually it was the same except your many many hundred years in the future in a modern day american washington dc and it was all the same there wasn't yeah i just did i i didn't i don't i don't understand the choices that were made and it really stinks because this was this was what dc had as yeah. far as their their movie franchises were concerned is like you you still got wonder woman 
Well, that was, yeah. That, <laughs> she's kicking ass. If there was any character they could not afford to not nail the sequel on their movie, it was definitely uh-huh. Wonder Woman. Like, that was what was working for you. And this movie just doesn't work. You know, like, I like everybody uh-huh. involved. It's just not good. No, no. It, it's easy. It's easy to watch. Although, like... <laughs> I would say cut, I cut 45 minutes out of it. If you're going to do anything, cut 45 minutes out of it because it's easy to watch, but you have to watch it for a long time. Well, and I mean, if you haven't seen it, I, I, you're not going to do this, but feel, feel free. And I trust me, you won't lose it. Just fast forward that first 20 minutes where she's on the island. Like nothing happens of consequence. Like you could just, as soon as someone's in 1984, uh, you could just fast forward to that. And yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, I felt like everyone was trying, you know, Pedro Pascal, I think was probably the most fun just because he was the most over the top. And that's saying something because Kristen Wiig was a cat lady. But uh... (laughs) well, that's the thing. That's the thing that gets me with every with what they asked of these performers who I think did a bang up job, even though it turns into and I think I I texted this to you is that it just turns into a melodrama mm-hmm. of like, you're not, you're not even chewing on scenery anymore. It's the entire tone of the movie is you have to act this way. Right. You know? Um, and yeah, every, it, everyone's doing, doing, doing a bang up job, but then I don't know why, why were you a cat for a brief period of time? Sorry. Are you, you're not even a genie. You're the lamp. Is that yeah. what you're telling me? Yeah. You know, and, and um, yeah, Chris Pine, you're doing a great job. I don't understand how you're here. We were just, not only were we asked to accept it, but the character of Diana Prince just accepted it right away. Right. You're back. Well, it's and, just, that's just, that's the way it has to be, I guess. And the most perplexing decision in terms of that, because it is that much of just, like, he's just back is they have him like quantum leap into someone else's body. And it's like, uh, why uh-huh. did you do that? Like why? it's, it's a magic, a magic man can, can make anything happen, but you have to leap into it. Like why the, the, the amount of things that happen why? in that she, again, I don't know if you guys caught this or not. It was, you know, you had to be paying close, close attention, but Kristen Wiig becomes a cat person, you know? <laughs> so like in this world where that can happen, I'm pretty uh-huh. sure Chris Pine could have just like been like, Hey, I'm Chris Pine again. And we all would have been like, that seems like everything else that's happening in this movie. Like, sure. Like, I don't think there was anyone whose very specific make or break point was like, okay, look, I can accept cat people. I can accept uh, magic walls coming up out of the ground. Uh, I can uh, accept that the global economy can just turn in five seconds. But like, if you don't fucking explain if he's a ghost or he's a, you know, like, is he, uh, is he in a body? You know, what, what is happening? Yeah. It, it seemed, it seems like there was a team of Pedro Pascal's, um, character that, that wrote this movie. Yeah. <laughs> made someone film it of just this, it's very um, hyper energetic. I mean, there is go 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 go. There, there's a the scene with forward. Pedro Pascal that feels like an SNL monologue where they'd go backstage, where he is just like uh-huh. running around, like shaking hands with various people, and like <laughs> it has like thirty different characters, and he's just nonstop moving. It's uh-huh. wild. Yeah. Yeah, there was just um, there's something missing. I you know I just don't want to. You know I I don't know. It's not like anyone involved in this is ever going to listen to us say this. I I just it just didn't work. You know I'm not trying to take a shit on the movie. Like again, it's it's entertaining enough to watch, but it it isn't even like you need to scratch it a little bit to find out what's wrong. It just you're watching. You're saying I. I really don't. I really don't know why the things are happening are happening. No, I, I mean, I'd like to know those things. No, that was my, that sincerely. Yeah. And I, the, the only other thing I'll say since, you know, I don't want to kick this movie without at least pointing out that I, I think maybe more unforgivable than everything else too, is the fact that like 
Diana Prince is lost in the shuffle of her own movie. Like she's mm. the least, you know, written character and she's way too yeah. passive and just like is lost and also spends like 95% of the movie being Diana Prince bone lady. Like, Oh my God. There was, I remember at one point I, I, I thought to myself, hold on. When was the last time she was Wonder Woman? Yeah. She's it's like been one, a long time since she was Wonder Woman. She's she, been Diana Prince for a hot minute. Yeah. It's a like two and a half hour movie, I think. And she's Wonder Woman like for five minutes at the beginning for like the end. And then like one scene in the middle. <laughs> like it's yeah, it, it if was, it's yeah, 20 it minutes rough. of screen time of her of wonder woman i'd be surprised honestly <laughs> like in a two and a half hour movie <laughs> and i'm someone that like when i watch batman begins i'm like could he put on the suit faster like don't don't make superhero movies where the superhero doesn't like where they're just like you know what's really fascinating what what's peter parker's work life like let's like really focus in on you know How's he developed yeah, the film? You know, you know what? Th- that's the thing is like I, I love Spider-Man and I love, I adore Peter Parker. I would rather see him be Spider-Man. Right. Yeah. Like, like I will, I would, if someone said, here's, here's a, here's an episode of Spider-Man that's 30 minutes long, but he doesn't actually ever be Spider-Man. He is Peter Parker dealing with this shit. I'm in. Because I love Peter Parker that much. Yeah. Would rather him see, Sp- yeah. see him be Spider-Man. A hundred percent. Yeah. And Peter Parker is the most interesting of any character. Like Most interesting. I like, I don't, I, I, I really dislike Superman. And even more than that, I think Clark Kent sucks. Oh, Clark Kent's terrible. Well, also, what's weird is. But I'll watch both of them. If, the, yeah. if, if it's even, that's fine. It's just like, understand that he has to be both. Right. Even yeah. though I dislike them both, I want to see him be Superman. Come on. Even though Superman sucks, let's see some Superman. <laughs> right. Yeah. But just, yeah, a very perplexing movie. I, I don't know what you're doing, DC. I'm rooting for you. I'm going to go Tyra Banks on you and just start shouting like, we were rooting for you. Like, of, you know, I I want DC to be good. They're the comics that I love. Like, be better. Like, to, come on. Yeah. Because also, well, well, I'll say two things, two last things. One, uh, everybody go watch Birds of Prey because it was great. And I don't understand why that movie got slept on. If you watched Wonder Woman, then you have uh, HBO Max, which means you can just go watch Birds of Prey and it's great. Watch Birds of Prey. It's, yeah, it's really it's wonderful. It, and it was, It's a whole bunch of fun. Yeah, it's it's really I, – I really love that movie. It came out this year, if you can believe it or not. It's actually fun fact. The last movie I saw in a movie theater possibly me ever. <laughs> me me as well. It was the last it was the last movie I saw in the movie theater. Yeah, but I I love that movie and I I'm rooting for them. I'm I'm hoping maybe the Suicide Squad movie's good. Um I don't know, maybe one of these 50 Batman movies that they're making will be good. That'd be neat. Lord be Jesus. But more than that, watch this um uh if you want to get <clears throat> if you're not a huge um, comic book reader, or if you just not, you're not into this sort of comic book, but you, but you, but you like watching stuff. Watch that, watch that Harley Quinn cartoon. You get a good sense of what DC does in their comic book universe because they, they tear it up and leave it on the floor and then glue it back together all wrong. Yeah. A lot. No, the, it, it works a lot. I mean, and we've talked about this before, certainly at length, but I think the what's fun about DC is that they're perfectly capable of doing something like the Harley Quinn cartoon show because everything they do is so wildly inconsistent that, yeah, just every once in a while they'll come out with something like that. And you're like, where did this come from? Like, because they're just it's there is no promise of quality versus like Marvel at this point, you know what you're getting. And it's it's yeah, good. Yeah. Like Marvel is the max of of this rivalry, while like DC is an Android phone. Like you don't even know if it can make calls. <laughs> like it might be better than a Mac, but it also might like just eat your voicemails every time you try. Like that tracks, right? I feel like that was a good. Um. Yeah, it doesn't track with me because I don't know those things. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, you it, these are cell phones. These are types of cell phones, Lars. Okay, can you can can you compare it to Star Wars? That's the only thing I understand completely. Okay, 
Um, sure. So the um Marvel is uh-huh. a um stormtrooper. Okay. And uh then the DC is like droids. Okay, because a stormtrooper, you know, right? Like they're uh-huh. you know how they're gonna act, you know they're not good at shooting. Like they're they're right. they're all pretty consistent. Droids though, are you getting R2D2? Are you getting uh Alan uh, Tudic? Okay. You know, okay. are you gonna get yeah, yeah. uh Phoebe Waller Bridge, which man, we can all hope, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I'm yeah. with you. Now okay, I, I did it. I didn't think yeah. I could do it, I th- but no, I think that's a yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Nerdiest simile of all time. Yep. <laughs> also, I mean, we, hey, I don't even think, we we haven't done a show since the last uh, Mandalorian, have we? That was great. It was really great. It was great. It was great. It, uh, man, I don't know. That, no, that's fine. That's a fine way to, that's yeah. a fine way to sandwich also, this episode. Also, you I could. St- I started talking about a thing that made me cry. <laughs> we can finish <laughs> with it. Uh, also you, you, you're not going to, but you could stop now. Uh, Disney plus I'm good. Yeah, you can stop. I'm good. That's fine. That was it. That was everything I wanted to happen. You did. So I don't know what happens next, but I'd be fine if it was nothing. Yeah, it was, um, man, it was like, it was like I was seven years old again. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, just great. bombarding me with all the things that I wanted to see, and it was executed perfectly. Also, you gave—I don't have to hate Boba Fett anymore. Yeah, I mean, I still do, and, but you don't have to. <laughs> but you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to. I saw his—I saw his image. It was like a bumper sticker in someone's car or some shit the other day, and it like it pissed me off for a second, and then I thought, hold on, that doesn't have to piss me off yeah. anymore. He's yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just, I think I said this to you, not on the show, but I'll just throw it out there. I, man, they're doing that book of Boba Fett show. He's going to get his own show. If he fell back in that Sarlacc pit, like I'm not saying that's going to happen, but man, you would make my entire life if you spent all this time (laughs) rehabbing Boba Fett just to have it end that way. And if it's dumb, if it's dumber than the first time, if it's like he slips on a banana peel. Slips on a banana peel, falls in. Oh, hell. Yeah. That'd be great. Timothy <laughs> Elephant's just chasing him around uh, Jabba's yeah. palace. That'd be amazing. Uh, that's, I mean, it, look, maybe I get the Boba Fett thing because Timothy Elephant showed up in one episode and wore that armor. And I'm like, I want more of him. Like, I, yeah, where, where's yeah, that guy's yeah. spinoff show? Yeah. I get to direct you to some novels. <laughs> Uh, all right, but we are out of time. This is our last show of 2020. Lars, we, we did it. We made it through this garbage year. Yeah. Uh, and if you're, if you're listening, um, you also made it. So yeah. well done. Yeah. We all made it through. I don't know, uh, what 2021 is going to look like, but, uh, we we did it, guys, and that's hey. not nothing. So, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, it's less of a garbage year. It's about as optimistic as I get these days. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll take that. We'll take that. Hey, um, thank you, dear listeners, for sticking with us. I hope we we yeah. helped in some sort of way. Us um, always with our complaining about shit that I feel. I will for sure. I hope that we helped you, but I will specifically selfishly say that you guys helped me because this year has been a lot of time with me and my apartment uh, with Molly and my dog, who I love them both dearly. But like it it is nice to have a thing that is uh, different, (laughs) you know, like most definitely. And I think, you know, just a a peek behind the curtain, there were. There were times where um, Murphy and I had to reschedule stuff because we were um, uh, just like not in a spot for it. Just yeah. like you oh, know, yeah. I, would, yeah. I would like let's let's have a conversation that would be great. But I can't I can't record anything today or even tomorrow. It's just I I 
I just do you understand that I can't? Yeah. The other one of us would say I completely understand. Yeah, this is definitely probably (laughs) in all of the the hundred years that we've done this show. uh, It's quite possible that we've done less shows this year than any other year. Uh, But please know that that sincerely was because if there was not a show one week, it was because we needed the time. And I think the other person was like, yeah, of course, Uh, because it's. Difficult to do a pop culture show in a year where everything is terrible and nothing's happening. Right, right, right. Yeah, and it's hard to be like, uh, uh, it's hard to be like goofy and and funny and good natured when you're just you're not feeling that way. You yeah, know? yeah. No, everybody um, uh, this year, anyways. There, yeah. there's there's times where you can do that. This year was not the year to do. that. Yeah, and I. I'm still grateful that I was in the position I was in, which I know is better than a lot of people. So, I mean, I was able oh, to yeah. stay home yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, like, it 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 sucks. This year sucked. It, it was really bad. So, uh, that's not super optimistic, but I did make you guys a promise. And I think uh, this is a perfect way to end it. So, uh, I'm going to play us out on this. But I would just say uh, thank you so much for listening for another year. Happy New Year, question everything, all of those types of things. Merry New Year. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. Sharpest tool in the shed. You're an awful She jacket. was looking <laughs> kind of dumb with her finger. This one's for Gal And the shape of an elf on her forehead. Uh-oh. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running. Did it make sense to, to live for fun? Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go. Go. You'll never shine if you don't glow. (laughs) Hey, now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play. Hey, now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid and all that glitters is gold. Only shooting stars. I can see. I can see all those. All those rich. Jerks, <laughs> like in their pool, in their mansions. Hey, everyone. Let's, let's stick together. Uh, that was like the first week of quarantine too like it they really was. they said that so early hobo radio is a production of hobotrashcan.com if you enjoyed the show please rate or review it on itunes hear more great shows on the peak sloth podcast network like this one we have to ask it's a podcast where we answer the question are you gonna eat that what will you leave behind why get out of bed will you be our neighbor I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. We're two hosts. Infinite Universes. We We Have have to Ask. ask. New interviews every Tuesday. Find us on iTunes or online at wehavetoask.com or with the other great podcasts on the Peak Sloth Network at peaksloth.com. Peaksloth.